I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, I'm a, a real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. No agenda, no format. 42 minutes of anything goes. You ready to nerd out? I know I'm ready to nerd out. I think we're all ready to nerd out. There is an incredible Star Wars game that's coming out here. It looks awesome. Oh, uh, I've got some new music to share. Captain saw Thor Love and Thunder. I didn't because I don't believe in Norse gods, so I'm boycotting this movie. Sensei John Lawrence, Beagle Fang Karate. Let me tell you why my dojo is a perfect place for a modern young woman like yourself. We live in a world where you gotta be an alpha to survive. You're either a killer or you're dead meat. You gotta be a man. But at Eagle Fang, we confront that problematic phrase and make it empowering for all. We teach anyone who identifies as female to embrace their queenly strength and tear down the neo-masculine hierarchy to confront internalized sexism. Sounds inclusive, but what about non-binary and gender fluid? Yes, fluids are crucial. If you don't hydrate, it affects performance. Let's rock it! Welcome to The Real Brian Show. Thanks for joining yes. us. I am The Real Brian. I'm Captain Influence. That, Fluids are very crucial, it. by the way. I've got myself a LaCroix today. What a mm. great answer by mm. Johnny Lawrence. Oh, we love Sensei <laughs> Johnny Lawrence. I'm, I'm wearing my Cobra Kai shirt today in honor of... Yeah. Uh, well, season five is coming out sometime soon. I don't even know really? when anymore. Yeah. Is it soon? It's soon. It's this year sometime. Oh, could neat. be Christmas. Yeah, this it, year It could soon. be August. Yeah, so. It could be... Uh, it might be out. I don't even know. Maybe I should go look. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. I'm so excited you're here today because um, I'm I'm you know, I'm excited you're here, Captain. I'm excited you're here, listening, watching, wherever you're at, uh, standing on your head. Some people do actually stand on their heads and listen to the show all it's, day. It's uh, well, oh, you know, at least for the duration of the the 42 minutes. Well, that makes sense cool. too because you need you need a lot more blood in your brain to really absorb this show and, yeah, and get the most point. out of it. So yeah, that's deep, man. Mm. I wish I thought of that actually yeah next next time uh get on your stand on your head and, and have the microphone on the camera pointed you know so that it shows you upside down and there you go well you can just see my feet well that's true too um <laughs> quite the position you'd hear you but you'd see the feet just kind of you know wiggling just doing your thing that would be funny i don't know i don't think cool. i could pull it off speaking uh, of feet yeah do you have an issue when you're fishing uh when you're dangling your feet in the water you know do you, do you like fish nibbling on your toes periodically do you ever have that problem no, but oh, that's, that's a really good question. Okay. Yeah. I just figured it would be really, kind of a an issue, you know. It depends on the lake, I think. I bet there mm-hmm. are some lakes. You know, I bet that even if you went down to the Amazon in, you know, Brazil or wherever and dangled your feet where there's a lot of piranhas, they probably still wouldn't nibble your feet unless your feet are bleeding. True. Then you're going to lose your toes. Yeah, you might lose your whole, okay, okay. Yeah. Or if there's like an anaconda or something, you know, that just wants to... You know, suckle your That's, toes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that'd oh be a good gosh. T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my toes got suckled by a by a. Never mind. Anaconda. All right. So hey, welcome. Uh, what, what, so what's going on with you, man? You're are you getting ready to leave? Is that what I'm understanding? You're so yeah, it's funny you should mention dangling my toes in getting water when I'm fishing. Fish. Yeah, I'm yeah. going on my annual fishing trip with my brothers and my dad. So all right. Uh, yeah, Mobridge, South Dakota. Beautiful. Yeah. Exotic Mobridge, South Dakota. Beautiful. Um, 
and uh, going to be there for a few days and catch some walleye and whatever else bites. So I want some Mo Bridge. Yeah, looking forward to it. I will probably come home from the trip jonesing for a fishing boat again. So okay, we'll remember that how, how I, that's happened a few yeah, times. I was wondering whatever yeah. did you? So you didn't, are you gonna ever buy one? And by the way, how big are we talking? Like you know, a hundred no. foot trawler? You talking no. about like a little small, you know, like a two man fishing boat with a little outboard uh, motor? That's what okay. I would so want. Like a, but like a rowboat. But every time, but every times I come, every time I come home from that trip jonesing for it, I realize pretty quickly that it just it's it's more of a pain than it's worth. So, yeah. which I think a lot of boat owners find after they buy a boat. You said jonesing twice, you know, oh, yeah, um, yeah. Mr. Jones and me, uh, you remember that, that song counting crows from like the Mr. 90s? Mr. Jones. Oh, the other <laughs> song. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not the cool yeah. Mr. Jones song, the lame Mr. Jones. The count- oh, I, I, I liked, that's the only song I liked there's actually, but, uh, you know, counting crows. Anyway, so jonesing. I, Is I that been, Mrs. Jones actually? Was, no, was I, I think Mr. I got Jones. that wrong. You might, I don't know. You might've been Mrs. Jones, but Mr. Jones is the counting crow song. Yes. Anyway, the point is jonesing. Where did that even, I know it's like a nineties term. Where did that come from, dude? Do you have any idea? Well, you know, I live in the nineties, but, uh, I know you do. As it turns out today's origin Brian, is jonesing two weeks in a row. I got this from mentalfloss.com, by the way. So, so prepare yourselves. This is going to be a little controversial. Uh Uh-oh. Have you ever had a Love Jones? There's a movie called Love Jones, I think. Or even a Basketball Jones. I'm sure you have, Brian. Yeah, there's a Love and um, Basketball movie. When, yeah, okay. Well, when you couldn't well, you couldn't play basketball for a while because of your back, I bet you were jonesing to play basketball, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Still do. Do you, do you occasionally jones for a hot now Krispy Kreme donut only to find the store closed? You know, I've never had a hot, fresh Krispy Kreme donut, so I don't know what one tastes like. I've only had a okay. day old. Sucks. Well, that was just a rhetorical question, but thanks for asking. For answering. <laughs> did did you know that? Did you know that when you use that terminology, you're actually indulging in some <gasps> drug slang? We want drugs. Can we you st- want? Oh, oh sorry. I can, love you. can you play the dun 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 dun? We love you, drugs. <laughs> in the early 1960s, a Jones was a craving, but specifically a craving for heroin. Oh, yeah. Clever junkies have been using, quote, Mr. Jones as a code name for the drug since it became popular with beatniks in the late 1950s. Beatniks, there's another uh, origin. I haven't heard that term in a long time. I'm, I'm looking for Mr. Jones, quote unquote, was a subtle way to score when you were new, to, new in town and didn't yet have a regular dealer. Now, the term evolved over the next several years so that eventually when an addict was alternately, alternately sweating and shivering while in need of a fix, he or she was described as jonesing. Then by the by the early 1970s, however, Jones had had expanded to describe any sort of severe longing or craving, like we use it now, whether for food or a relationship or a shiny new sports car or a fishing boat. Mm. Um, but this isn't the first time drug-related terminology has entered our everyday jargon. The word "yen," as in she has a real yen for men. Have you ever heard that term? I don't think I've heard I, that very I, often, but I've apparently it's a thing. Yen is you know like a form of currency in Japan, right? But yeah, yeah, right. Okay. But uh, so the, the, the word yen, apparently people have used it in that context. It started out as a corruption of a, the 1920s era Cantonese phrase, yin yang, yin yang, not yin yang, okay. yin yang for, or opium craving. So, poppies will yeah. make you sleepy. Oh, we totally. love poppies. Uh, so that's where Jonesing comes from. It's, it's drug oh, terminology it's drug from term. the 60s. Fantastic. Yeah. So <laughs> Mr. Jones by Counting Crows, you know, when he's like Mr. Jones and me tell each other fairy tales and we stare at the beautiful women. She's looking at you. No, dude, she's looking at me, man. You know that? 
<laughs> smile totally in the bright lights reference. coming through in stereo. Oh, man, I know. This is, I never thought of it that way before, but yeah. you're right. That Counting Crows song might have been a drug song. And that's not the first time we've heard a rock oh, band no. make a drug song that you wouldn't oh, realize no. was about drugs. Pink Floyd, you know, Comfortably Numb, that was all about heroin, too. I mean, come oh, on. If you, listen, oh, if you I, listen to the lyrics, it's like, oh. there's just no. I mean, if it's about something else, wow. But. That's funny because I, I always thought that that song was just about our, you know, society's general apathy towards maybe its own problems. See, or, maybe it's or, a dual meaning because when you yeah. when you listen to it, you're just kind of like, yeah, it even talks about just a little print pinprick. Ooh, you know, that's true. That's true. It's, it's very interesting, no, though, right. kind of when you're thinking about it, 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 as you listen to the lyrics, you're like, this, this feels like a drug trip. Man. I think you're probably right. I don't know for sure because, you know, unless you actually talk to the artist who wrote it, you don't yes. really know, do we? Right. And yeah. sometimes even then they don't really explain it very well. Like a uh, like a yeah. uh, uh, Hotel California. Yeah, which apparently Has was never- not about drugs, but then who knows. So yeah. really jonesing is the idea of that you're you're so excited to get a fishing boat that it's like a drug addiction is essentially that's what it is. Essentially, yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you got a boat addiction. But I've learned, I know I, I've learned, <laughs> I've learned my lesson. I yeah. know, I know from the past couple of years when I come back going, oh, I should get a fishing boat on eBay. I know. you. I just know better now. I just don't, I don't want to have to deal with backing it out of my driveway, you know, yeah. getting, getting, you know, you know, just doing all the little things that once you learn how to do it, it's easy. I mean, people who own a boat, they're like, what are you, what are you talking about? Do this easy. And, and you're only getting a little boat. What's the problem? I don't want to have to deal with it. I just don't want to deal yeah. with it. So. It's real easy when you're backing it into the lake and the car floats away. That's real easy. Then that's, that's also a possibility. I it don't want does that to happen. happen. Yep. Uh, we've got a friend who works down at the lake, you know, for fun. And uh, he said, yeah, we had to fish a car out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It's <laughs> oh, <that's> pretty funny. <laughs> Actually, I would want to do me. that. No, thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, dude, I, speaking of jonesing then, you know, as you know, I've been jonesing about music and with music and playing the piano. I have been playing actually yeah. quite a bit, Captain. It's been fun. Uh, I've been practicing. I've been, you know, getting the music that I composed, you know, way back, back up to speed, you know, getting up to excellence and stuff like that, which is what I've been working on. Um, I am crying because the the 88 key keyboard that I'm trying to get, uh, the fund is not going anywhere, man. Um, I feel like my dream is being shattered here. So are are, are you going to help help this fund out to get this keyboard? Are you just going to let this dream die a horrible death? I mean, yeah, guys, a guilt trip. I guess it is. Hey, yeah, yeah. You could do that once in a while. It's okay. Yeah, I, I got everyone listening. I, will just be like, <laughs> no, this Brian. is no, this is serious. Like, I'm I'm actually not kidding because the the goal here is to get a keyboard that I can use and I can put music out for everyone for free. You know, and then oh, also, and wouldn't it be wouldn't it be yeah. cool if you use uh, if you compose music for the show? Well, that's what I'm saying. If I wanted to do some stuff for the show, eventually, that's what I would do. But yeah. I mean, it, it's a chunk of money, people. So that's what I'm saying. Like, please help. It doesn't, I mean, I'm not asking somebody to come buy it for me. I don't want that. Like I have some money for it. I just don't have the full thousand. And so it's like, if, if everybody could throw like a little here and there at it, you know, it would be, it would be feasible. And that's all I'm asking. So it's a, it's a buy me a coffee. Just go to the buy me a coffee fund. The link is below in the description on YouTube and in the show notes for the the podcast. So just, just please consider it really. (laughs) Um, But the cool part, and this is something that I find very interesting is that uh, and I used to do this, by the way. So, <clears throat> Captain, you might, I don't know if you'll find this interesting or not, but back in college, I did a music minor. And one of the things that they taught us to do was to really analyze music, you know, to pick out each of the instruments. And so we'd listen to this classical music, you know, which has full on, you know, symphony orchestras. 
Right. And it would be like, all right, pick out the oboes, pick out the clarinets, pick out the, you know, whatever they, they would just literally yeah. just do and, and we would be like, okay, so we'd start training our ears to listen for those things. And eventually I got to the point where I could hear almost all of those things. It was really, really cool. Yeah, it is neat. And one, I realized that as I wasn't playing anymore, I just stopped paying attention to that stuff and just, you know, listen to music and I enjoyed it and kind of thing. Now that I'm playing again, I have been like inadvertently listening to it. I wasn't planning on it. Just all of a sudden I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just picked out something or, you know, well, that was an interesting little like flair that they did there or whatever. I start picking out these little nuances or did you catch that high harmony? Most people can't hear, you know, or little things like that. And mm-hmm. so I, st- and not to mention, I'm, I'm listening to the nuance of the song, the nuance of the chord progression or the appoggiatura that they did or, you know, whatever. So I'm starting to, to really, Oh, the appoggiatura. The appoggiatura. Oh. Mm, that's, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's Brian. Oh, hold on. Let me, let me grab my Lacroix with my... Is uh, that better than... Is that like similar to mm. Allegra or... Um, oh, it's or, much better uh, than an Allegra or a, I'm an trying apo- to think of other terms. <laughs> it's definitely better than oh, an apostrophe. <laughs> so... <laughs> the, <laughs> appoggiatura. <laughs> it's appoggiatura, not appoggiatura. Oh, right. Oh, gosh, he's a nightmare. So it's cool, man. Understanding music to a deep level. It's cool. And you know what's amazing? So if you, I think somebody talked about this. I can't remember what movie it was. It might have been Star Wars or something. But like when they first realized that they could use the force and like the force opened up to them. I'm not even sure if it was or if it was like magic or something. And it was literally just like, whoa, like that's what it's been feeling like again with the music is like it's, it's literally like. I can use the force again. Kind of that feeling, if that makes any sense. So it's really been cool, huh. man. Very good. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad to hear it. I got to share something funny, dude. This, this, is, this is ridiculous. So uh, my cousin, Stephanie, and we talked about a post that she shared last week that was serious. This one is not serious. <laughs> right. I actually want to, I want to show it. So if you're watching YouTube, you will actually be able to see this um, or you can at least listen to it, you know, or go check it out later. But this is really, really funny. So, she was saying that, okay, first of all, I just want to, I want to paint a picture. There's a kid, uh, a grown man who's a kid living in his parents' basement, playing video games all day, doesn't have a job. And then there's the father who's on the riding lawnmower. Okay. I just want to say that. And so Stephanie's like, the kid is going to be Clara, my cousin someday. <laughs> and the guy on the lo- the riding lawnmower is going to be Paul, you know, her father. Uh, here we go. This is funny. I want you to, I want you to watch this. This is <laughs> I love that scream though. He's just like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, 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 on some level I sympathize with him, even though I've had a job for all my adult life, but, uh, um, but dang, that's harsh. That's some, that's some tough love right there. Yeah. And she's like, this Ouch. is going to be Clara someday. And I'm like, oh man, this is, you know, but the, the difference is now is, you know, people don't have physical copies of video games anymore unless you're like into collecting right. them. Everything's right. digital. So how would you do that? How would you even, what are you going to mow over the, the, the laptop or something? But then it's like, oh no, because yeah. then, you know, you're still on your account. So you got to delete the account and delete all the games. But, yeah. I think oh that, that I'm wondering if that video is just old. 
you know, it's well, the, the guy was a millennial, so he's not that old. It's I, I don't know, but right. whatever. One way or the other, it was freaking hilarious, <laughs> but I just thought, <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Hey, happy birthday to my dad. That was Monday, his birthday. I, I like really? celebrating birthdays, you know, we had fun my with dad's, that. My, my dad's birthday's today and I have yet to call him, so. Oh, dude. Yeah. Get on the phone. I know, I've been busy. Anyway. I've been oh busy all day. Gosh, yeah. What, what's more important, the show or your dad? Per, uh, clearly oh, the show. My job, but. Oh, I decided to come up with a list of 50 things. I, and I'm, this is my goal. My goal is 50 things. A list of 50 things to nerd out on. Totally different oh, wow. stuff. Now, it can be a small you know, small thing to nerd out on or it can be something massive. But it's more of like, let's get creative. What would I like to learn about? What would I like to experience you know, or do? And, oh. and ideally, these are things that are going to be with people too. It's not just going to be by myself. Some some things can, of course. So it's like a nerd out bucket list? Is that what you're... You, sort you, of. Um, but okay. then I got to thinking that if I do this list, then we can do videos on each of these things too, which would okay. be ideally fun, uh, like getting a riding lawnmower and running over something crazy like video games or whatever. I mean, something like that could be really cool. Having a lightsaber fight with my cousin where I'm the one with the heavy grade lightsaber and she's got nothing. I think it'd be cool to come up with a really fun 50 thing list of whatever you want to nerd out on. So here's my question. Who would join me? You don't have to come up with 50 things. It could be like five things. I don't care, but come up with a list of anything and guess what? If if I like, you know, some of the things you're you're talking about and interested in them, then maybe it would become an episode here on the show that we can yeah. nerd out together on. So what do you think? Uh, first okay. of all, Captain, would you join me? Yes, I would. But okay. um, but I'd, it, I'd have to do a lot of deep thinking. And you know me, I'm deep thinking. But uh, yes. but I'd have to do some deep. I'd have to direct my deep thoughts towards that list. Yeah. Keep in mind, so. though, this is this is something that could be as simple as in Sea of Thieves, by the way. I learned something in Sea of Thieves that you, I know you don't know because none of the guys knew at the time. Oh. Um, it's called Water Dash and it's freaking amazing. So it could be something, you know, in a video game that we want to nerd out on or like I have an idea for a video series. Uh, well, it might be a video with a bunch of small short clips and it's the, I'm going to do it. And it's the ones where, you know, when people jump off giant cliffs to see if they can survive or, you know, do you know, crazy like hold things. my beer. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, I was thinking we should do stuff like that. So, I mean, it can be really, really small, random things, but then it could be something as, as much as like, there's this sport plane called an icon that is, it's a, you know, it's a regular plane, but it folds up and you can put it on a trailer and tow it behind your car. And then it, it's also uh, an amphibious plane too. So basically, you know, you take off from an airport, you go land on a lake, you do your thing and you only have to have a sport license. Well, they do free test rides and I'm like, Oh Oh, see, like that would be fun to nerd out on. That's kind of a big deal because you got to find an icon dealer and they got to okay it. And then we got to film it. That'd be kind of dang. Funny. That's ambitious. That's an ambitious example right there. But that's a big I one. I want to fly a plane by myself with a sports. No, 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 no. You'd have to go with an instructor because you'd be okay. doing a test ride. You don't own it. So well, yeah, that makes sense. I think it'd be, so I'm talking about, it can be as small as I want to nerd out on making a, a the best Harry Potter butterbeer. Or doing something right. crazy big, you know, like jumping out of a plane without a parachute or something like that. And, you know, okay, well, I'm, I'm behind that. I'm yeah. Behind that. Okay. So I would love uh, if, if any of you, please, if, if you have a desire to join us in creating a list. And again, this could be a few things. Don't don't go crazy. I'm, I'm doing 50. That's me. But joining me in doing a couple of things and share that list with us, too, so that we can nerd out on it together and maybe even turn it into an episode. And if you're interested, you could even be on the episode with us, which that would be so much fun. So. 
Description please. below, contact us. You know, if you want to comment in the in the YouTube channel, please do that. If you want to send me, you know, a direct message, there's all kinds of contact info in the description on the YouTube channel and also in the podcast show notes. So please, please, please let me know. I think it's time though. So Stranger Things, you know, has been out. If you haven't seen it by now, you're probably not intending to watch it anytime soon or you really don't care, but I think we'll try to keep spoilers away if we can. I just wanted to share a couple of random thoughts, you know, uh, fi- final random thoughts for the the season four wrap up since we haven't really done that yet. But uh, Captain, what did you think? You know, I like, again, I like this season. I always like every season they come out with, not just on principle, but they, they've just been consistent uh, season after season with giving us some really good, uh, you know, content. But episode eight, you know, the episode eight and nine that were really long. Episode nine was like super long, wasn't it? Like, um, Two, like two and was, a half hours almost. Yeah, it was like a, a long yeah. movie long. Yeah. Um, episode eight started making me think that they were trying a little too hard. And mm. which is a first in the series for me. Um, like like just some of the, like my, my only issue with the season was that it felt like a little forced in some places, especially in the last couple episodes. I thought there was some gratuitous uh, character development that didn't need to be there, especially with Will. What was up with that yeah. guy? I know, we have really no idea. weird stuff. Yeah. yeah, there was some. So, yeah, that was that was so weird Will, with no yeah, payoff. So, I I assume, but so Will's acting weird, and then he had that weird conversation with his brother. Anyway, we won't we won't spoil anything, but just Will's acting really weird and and getting all and like being ultra emotional about stuff. Um, and there and you know just by some the of way, the, but we don't know. Yeah. So and then some of the, some of the other character interactions. Uh, just felt a little bit forced at in, at times, whereas I never really felt that with the other seasons. So there was that, but but aside from that, in general, I thought that you know episode nine finished pretty strong, and, and it ended the season on a huge cliffhanger. So, which we like. Yeah, I know. And and to me, episodes eight and nine were decent. Um, mm-hmm. I liked them. I thought episode nine was better than eight. You know. Yeah, but me too. I also thought. In many ways, episode nine was just too long, which is really weird to say that because I like long episodes and I've liked that they've extended these episodes. But to me, it felt a little long. I mean, yeah. if, I, if I look at season four as a whole, I thought it started off nice and strong. I liked where they were going. I was definitely sucked in and engaged right away. But to me, the two shining episodes of the entire season were episode four, Dear Billy. That one was amazing. You know, that that episode just was it blew my mind. And then episode seven was fantastic as well. Um, to me, those were the best. And, and yeah. they, if you look at any rating out there, they're also rated the highest too, you know? Okay. Um, okay. and the rest of the season was okay. The, the, now this is not a spoiler if you've seen season three, but you know, there's been a Russian storyline in season yes. three and it's continued into season four and stuff like that. I still don't understand why we had the whole Russian storyline, especially to that length and to that detail. It just, I didn't think, I think it was that great in season three and I didn't think it was that great here in season four. I thought it was okay. Yeah, sure. It gave a little bit of depth and explanation to what was going on, but it was also just kind of like, you know, he took yeah. us away from the stuff that was more fun. I thought. That's yeah, I think, I think they did it because they, you know, the, the whole cold war Soviet union thing was, was very, it was very pop culture in the eighties. Well, and sure, so sure. I think that's why they threw that little, that little plot line in there was because the it was, it wasn't yeah. a little plot line. That's the problem. If it was a little plot line, then True. that would have been great. This was a pretty decent sized plot, plot line that I just kind of thought <laughs> eh, it was just too much. But 
and you know yeah. whatever but other than that i think overall it was still good and i still think the duffers are geniuses and and uh, i still yeah. think they're doing an amazing job and they did some great use of music which we've already talked about before and um you know i, I know that the uh, the, the Kate Bush, you know, running up that hill song might have been a little overdone, but I got to tell you, it was that, overdone. That's a phenomenon that, from what I understand, this has never happened in the history of music. Where now I'm not entirely sure if this is true, but I've been reading up on this, and this is sort of the running commentary uh-huh. is that she releases the song in 1985. She does fine, no big deal. Most of the people have never heard the song before, some have, you know. Stranger Things comes in, like, hey, we found a song from 85. We're going to play it. All of a sudden, it not only becomes repopularized, but it comes to a, like, such a massive popular level beyond anything that really people have ever seen from a song of the past. And from an obscure song of the past. Yeah, it's it's almost like a perfect storm phenomenon of, of just incredible great it's, it's like literally a phoenix rising out of the ashes sort of thing it's just incredible so the amount of money that she has made on a weekly basis is staggering you know from the wow. song so it's incredible it reminds me of what happened with bohemian rhapsody when wayne's world came out yeah in the mid 90s this early is 90s. significantly bigger like yeah. like infinitely bigger almost because wow. also of youtube because because of, of social media we yeah, didn't have it everybody then, so. is playing it and covering it right now on youtube it's like everywhere you go there's a new video of somebody else covering it. it's ridiculous it's gone I mean, it's out of control at the end of season uh, at the end of episode nine mm-hmm. during the credits they threw in a, a, a somewhat obscure Susie and the banshees song which i really appreciated so i liked that a lot spellbound nice. it was called i think so okay nice dude so Love and Thunder, Thor, Love and Thunder. Let's talk about it, man. It's out. What'd you think? Oh, oh, I loved it. I loved it. Everyone in the theater loved it. It made me laugh more than Ragnarok did. Uh, and it was very similar humor. Uh, so if you liked Ragnarok and and how that, I mean, it's a little, it was a little different than a lot of the other MCU movies. This is the same type of thing. And, you know, I thought that Christian Bale, who I didn't expect to be in it, and Russell Crowe, who I didn't know was going to be in it, they did great as the Big Bad and Zeus, respectively. Um, Russell Crowe was a fantastic Zeus, by the way. Uh, and Matt Damon reprised his fake Loki role again. Remember Matt Damon who who, he played the, the, the thespian Loki, um, along with Chris Hemsworth's brother, Luke as the fake Thor. Cause I was like that guy who plays the fake Thor looks a lot like the real Thor. It's cause it's his brother. Yep. Yep. Um, He he did that. So that's a reprise as well. Yeah. And exactly. And, and then who could forget the guardians of the galaxy? I mean, that, that was just awesome. Uh, the first part of the movie, they had the guardians of the galaxy in it. So, uh, I just, I loved it and I can't wait to see it again, to be honest. What, what did, what did you think of the movie? Well, as I said in the intro, um, I didn't see the movie. I don't believe in Norse gods. And so I'm boycotting this movie actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah just like he boycotted Ragnarok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a Thor fan at all. So let's talk about Star Wars Eclipse. Um, this okay. game, this game is coming. I don't know what you, I don't know what's so funny, man. Uh, I, I don't like Thor. Guardians of the Galaxy, I love, but I, I don't like Thor. Uh, I liked Fat Thor because it was a good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't give a straight face. All right. Uh, Star Wars Eclipse. Tell me, you found this game. So, talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I ran across a game trailer. Uh, for this game coming out called Star Wars Eclipse. And it turns out I, I shouldn't have been too excited because it's in early development. It's it's by a Canadian studio called Quantic Dream. I've never heard of them before, but they're working with Lucasfilm Games. 
and it's an early development, but they are selling it hard with a really great trailer and a lot of incredible cutscenes. So I can't wait to, how, to see how this continues to develop. Have you seen the trailer, Brian? No. Um, in fact, okay. I was looking through some of the links you had, but I don't think I found the trailer yet. Okay. So I do yeah, need it's, to watch it's, it. You, you, you just look up uh, YouTube Star Wars, Star Wars okay. Eclipse and you'll okay. find it. Um, but uh, according to StarWarsEclipse.com, you can watch the trailer right there. Uh, oh, it nice. is supposedly, it's supposedly an action-adventure, multi-character, branching narrative game set in the High Republic era. So it sounds like it might be similar to Knights of the Old Republic, uh, as far as gameplay is concerned, although that's it's a way older game, but or even maybe Mass Effect. So oh, okay. I'm super stoked. I guess I guess it's one of those where any the decisions you make as as whatever character you're playing will affect gotcha. the whole story, and they're and they're toting it as like this almost endlessly branching story possibilities oh. because of this. So wow. now no word no word yet on a release date, of course, because it's still way okay. too early. Nor even a release year. But since this is not an Activision Blizzard property, we might actually see it within the next five years. So I'm excited. You know, I got to say, I'm very excited about that choose your own adventure thing. And I've been, in fact, I was literally having a conversation with the mad scientist about this recently because we've both right. been going back and playing Star Wars Hill Republic. But then there's a lot of the expansions that we never did get a chance to play through. And we're getting to that point finally. And you know, right. the thing about that game is that you can sort of choose your own adventure. There's a limitation a to it, bit, you know, yeah. and it's fun, but it's very, very limiting. And so we were talking about how it would be really, really nice if they would give us a little more freedom into that, which would create, you know, different multiple paths. How far, you know, can you go? How dark can you get as a dark Jedi? Does it actually, you know, cause right now it's like, Oh, well, we've got some concerns, you know, with your, your, um, your evil darkness or whatever inside of you, but we're going to make you a master anyway. It's kind of like, no, you know, come on, let's, let's change this. So like they won't make you a master and your character gets angry and starts, you know, like <laughs> doing something crazy. Like, I mean, let's, let's get into this. Let's get deep into this. I think that would be cool if they go down this path and maybe with, you know, new technology and all that they could. So that makes me excited, it would. dude. Yeah, the, the trailer, once you see it, you'll you'll you understand why I'm nerding out about it. It's okay. it's it's some of the best Star Wars footage that I've ever seen. Really? Okay. Uh, but hands down. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like it's like wow. If if the game is anything like the trailer in yeah. any way, it's gonna be it's gonna be a new thing. So and that's I'm awesome. always looking for new things in games. So that's, oh, yeah. that's exciting. This is good because um I, I've said this before, but some of the Star Wars video games is better star, better story than some of the Star Wars movies. Oh, for sure. I mean, and, and hands you, down, that's in our, yeah. that's an objective fact. It so, is. Yes. I mean, it really yeah. is. And it's not. So if you've never seen or played some of these games, you can go onto YouTube and actually watch gameplay. It'll go through the cutscene, the story cutscenes and stuff. Between Battlefront 2's campaign and Jedi Fallen Order, those two are are infinitely better than any of the movies really so well not the first three though <laughs> well not the second one for sure i mean, I mean yeah. uh episode five i'm i'm i'm, I'm four a, five and six are i mean if it yeah. weren't for those we wouldn't have these games but true either way though they, they are great story you're right and and actually um some of the some of the expansion stories in star wars Old republic which they're still working on they're still putting out new stuff is just it's it blows your mind oh good, and actually good. so you know how people yeah. i'm gonna nerd out about this for just one minute but you know how yeah. people were talking about with with the last jedi and how frustrated no not the last jedi i'm sorry uh, rise of skywalker the rise of the the, of the, the the final you know star wars movie the post the the sequel trilogy 
they were frustrated about the fact that, you know, the emperor had resurrected, you know, he died, he fell down the shaft. Why the heck is he still there? Well, before that movie came out, and in fact, even before any of the sequel trilogy came out, this was 2011 when Star Wars Old Republic was released originally, there was story in there about the Emperor Eternal is what they called it and how the Emperor has existed all the way throughout the centuries, millennia even, and how if he dies, he just just essentially reincarnated as a different form, but it's still the Emperor's spirit all the way throughout time. You can't oh, kill him essentially. Okay. And granted, I've not seen the whole story behind it. Um, there's there's like hints of, of things that I've seen and then that's where I had to stop and that's why we're going back and playing through it again. So it works if you, yeah. oh, and the power of the Emperor, how he essentially built all those Star Destroyers with, you know, using the yeah. force and stuff. There have been explanations of that in sure. this Star Wars game as well. So that's why it's been fascinating to me to kind of say, okay, well, a lot of people hated those movies, but the reality is, is they've been talking about this stuff for years long before these movies came out. So that's, I mean, it, it's cool. I love the video game stories. I think they're far better, more in depth and they make sense. Yeah. Too. And I, and I think I, I think I shared a link. I don't know if you can share it on the YouTube channel or, or yeah, wherever you did that, that link. There's a link to a video on YouTube. You can watch that has, that has a, it's like a compilation of, of, of Star Wars video game cutscenes and yep. story cutscenes, it's it's like a ten out of ten. It's if you're a Star Wars fan, watch that video. It's yep. fantastic. That's what you so, were alluding yeah. to earlier with Battlefront, yes. and um, it has some. I think it has some Eclipse stuff, but it has Star Wars: The Old Republic stuff in there as well. I think that might be where I first saw the Eclipse trailer was on that. Video, okay, so that's yeah. what I was looking for, but it was more gameplay or something like some simulated okay. gameplay or whatever. But cool man yeah i i love it i i love new creative games coming out we're yeah we're we're trying it's hard to find good creative games sometimes you know so it's neat triple a triple a games at least yeah, the, yeah. The, i'm sure there's a lot there's there's tons sure. of 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 uh indie games out there that are pretty creative that i just haven't looked at yet so yeah that's true well dude i've got yeah. some new music we haven't been able to do that in a few weeks so i wanted to okay. uh to share some new stuff and i've been i've been you know as you know going on this crazy music spree journey right now which has been out of control just because i'm like music more music give me new music so uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a huge i'm jonesing man a uh, huge fan of icon for hire and the i mentioned one ready for combat that's been what a month or so ago since i mentioned that one full-on rock man good some good quality hard rock they have a new song called dismantle that's awesome so if you're an icon for hire fan or you like that awesome rock style that's there um, Anne Berlin, uh, I don't know if anyone's familiar with that band. They've been around for a while now, but they just put out a new song called Circles. And it's interesting because the musicianship in it is really fun because they've got some really cool riffs and then the drummer just goes crazy on some stuff. And then it's some really interesting singing going on in the background. So I love the musicianship in it. It's been a fun song. High, high fan of that one. And then, oh, Captain, this one's fun. So I've mentioned Flurry before, you know, Flurry. Flurry, yes. Flurry. I've mentioned her on the show before and you know, she's, she's got stuff going way, way back. I still listen to some of her stuff from, I don't even know, like seven, eight years ago, whatever. Now this new song that <sighs> came out, ago. it's, I know it's like, it, it's, <laughs> it's like, dude, it's, it's oldies now, man. Um, anyway, she did a song with Bren joy and it's a very interesting song. Cause at first I'm looking strawberries and sunsets. I'm like, that just sounds kind of like a, like a sixties summary fun. song, you know? Something Strawberry like fields forever. Yeah. Or, um, incense and peppermints, you know, just, just <laughs> it's got that, that sixties welcome to the happy summer song. And so I put it on there and I'm like, it feels like summer. <laughs> it's just, oh. and you know, what's interesting to me about this song though, is that it's very different from her normal style. 
which I love. So I love when an artist will branch out and do something different. And it is so freaking cool. So catchy. So just happy. I don't know. I love the song. So check it out. I'm going to have all three of these songs in our TRBS Spotify mix. So you can go check them out there. Links are all over the place. The links will be in the description below on the YouTube channel and in the show notes. So, you know, even if you don't use Spotify, just go check the songs out, put them into whatever the heck you use. And by the way, if you've not followed our, uh, we've got a couple of lists. We've got the TRBS gloriousness mix, which I have got, I've got that on there. We've got the captain influence playlist. Yeah. Which is on there. Um, we've got our TRBS 2022 and 21 and 20. We go all the way back to, I think 2016 is when we started talking about music. And so I created basically playlists for each of the years and whatever we talked about on the show got thrown into those playlists during that, you know, actual calendar year. So go check it out. Yeah, please. We'll have them all in there. Anyway, this has been fun, man. I I appreciate this. We're going to, we're going to actually do it. We're going to keep it to 42 minutes. I love this. So, um, Hey, thank you again for joining us. So really we, we are not going to have a Friday episode next week, but we will have an interview next week. So make sure to check that one out. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's a deep psychology interview. It's really cool, man. I can't wait. Yeah. We're going to get into that. So make sure to check that out. And again, if you've not already checked out the YouTube channel, please go there, subscribe. There's all kinds of stuff you're missing out on. If you're not on the YouTube channel, Please subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. And of course, as always, and I keep saying this, we'd love to hear from you. So please, please leave a comment. And also please consider that buy me a coffee fund to uh, help, you know, it's the keyboard fund. Sorry. So I can do some music. That sound good, Captain. Yeah. That sounds really good. I think that sounds really good. Deep thoughts with Captain Influence. If you ever catch yourself jonesing for fist sticks, Stab yourself in the knee and head to Long John Silver's. When you walk into the door, loudly introduce yourself as the pirate Davy Jones. That should get you free food and an ambulance ride. I'm Davy Jones. I can't do locker. You know, the, you know how he like pops? I, I can't do it. I can't. I'm sorry. You're not a fish. I know, but I like Davy Jones uh, and, and fighting the, the Flying Dutchman is, is fantastic. It's one of my favorite things to do, actually. Thank you again for yeah. joining us. Have an amazing week. Seriously. Glorious times. Real Brian Show. Signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.